Welcome to today's edition of Video Signals, December 29th. I'm Joey Dowd. Each week, twice a week, we go over the latest news and trends and tools in video marketing. Each edition, I break down five links, three tools, and one tactic that you can use to stay updated for the week. All right, in this one, we got some TikTok tactics. We've got newsletter directories that you can advertise on, and we talk about video editing for our tactic. Or finding video editors. So let's jump into the links. Five links. First one, after making an awesome video, the last thing you want to do is think of something witty to write for your caption. Turns out you don't have to overthink it. Here is a list of 185 captions for TikTok. The gist of this, keep it simple. So we look at some of these tactics that they've got. Some of the short ones, you've probably seen them a lot. Watch till the end. I'm in shock. This is your sign. Typical. And then one grouping is questions. Do you agree? Who else does this? What do you think? One, two, or three. Goal here to get some engagement, get people talking and commenting on your video and starting a discussion. All right, next link, we've got Secudo. So Secudo made their name by making viewfinders for DSLR cameras, mirrorless cameras, other flip cameras that had flip out monitors. So viewfinders, if you think of older style cinema cameras. You have the viewfinder where you stick your eye up to the rubber squishy thing and look inside it. Newer cameras that came out, like mirrorless cameras, they just had the flat screen and some people were missing that viewfinder that helps them record. Kind of mount the camera to your face, makes it a little easier to record handheld, a little bit more stable, and just some people are used to it or some people prefer it. So Zakuto made these devices, they're really handy, and they just came out with one for the iPhone. So it fits over your entire iPhone, it turns it into a viewfinder, so you can record on your iPhone more like an older style cinema camera, but it is a different style of filming. They also built a rig that you can attach to your iPhone and adds more professional level filming gear. So like a extra handle to hold on to, a shoulder mount so you can get more stable handheld shots, and then also some rigging so you can attach accessories to it like a flag. So it's a cool device, you can check it out. It's not cheap. The base viewfinder is about $400 and the entire kit handheld rig kit is about $700. All right, our third signal article is uh, a follow-up from last week or last edition. So last edition, I had a link to works that are about to come out in the public domain in 2023. And then also alluded or noted that in 2024, Steamboat Willie, the first cartoon where Mickey Mouse appears in, will enter the public domain. And you know, what's that going to mean for Mickey Mouse? So the New York Times has an article of what is that going to mean for Mickey Mouse? But it was interesting to read not just about Mickey Mouse, but what that means for the future of when more of these legacy characters enter the public domain and also the difference in copyright versus trademark. So with Mickey particularly, once Steamboat Willie's entered the public domain, that is just the iteration of Mickey Mouse in Steamboat Willie. So Mickey Mouse has gone through a lot of different versions, different designs. Those are all still protected under their own appearances and they have their own timeline of when they enter the public domain. Also, a lot of the Disney stuff is trademark, which as long as the trademark holder maintains the paperwork, which Disney has definitely done that, it is protected under trademark law, which I think can get a little fuzzy and even I'm not entirely clear what the difference between trademark and copyright law means. I know if something enters the public domain under copyright law, but it's trademark, what does that mean? So I think we might get some trial cases going in the future that starts clearing some of these things up and redefines or defines what we're allowed to use, you know, something in the public domain and what is still off limits if the trademark holder still owns control of it. Fourth link, uh, this one's a quick one. So someone was wondering if you 
paste links to your blog inside a YouTube description, will that increase your rankings on that blog post inside Google? So the idea is like you're including a backlink from YouTube to your website. Does Google look at that as like something that is more authoritative and rank your blog post higher? The answer is no, it does not. The links are no follow links. And Google came out and said, no, pasting links to your blog inside a YouTube description does nothing to help your Google ranking. So it does not work. Sorry. And then our last link, Metaverse. We've talked about this a couple of times. Metaverse might not have taken off so much. It doesn't mean virtual reality doesn't have a future. So there is people in some exotic locations, uh, I believe it was like Costa Rica and India, where they will live stream with a VR camera and people will pay about 12 bucks to join in and get a live virtual reality walk around tour of wherever people are located. So interesting use case where you can kind of capitalize on virtual reality headsets by creating these immersive experiences. All right, those are the five links. We got our three tools. First tool, we've got Letter Hunt. So Letter Hunt is a directory of 10,000 active newsletters that you can reach out to for sponsorship, for advertising. You can sort them by industry so you can reach out and kind of target whatever industry you want to reach and could talk to the publisher and try to purchase ad slots. You could also try to pitch them and just get a link to whatever your resource or product or service is. But it's a big directory, 10,000, and it includes contact info and it's like a one-time fee of 100 bucks. Next tool is Banner Bear. So this is an interesting kind of no-code platform. There's an API if you wanted to code, but you can basically feed it inputs like text input or images, like if you have a big catalog of images or text reviews, and based on a template, you can connect it to Zapier and automatically create videos, automatically create images, and automatically create PDFs, which could even be used for LinkedIn carousels. Uh, so it's a cool automated way to create social media images or graphics automatically in bulk. And then the last tool is Wordable. So if you do any type of blogging, good chance that you're creating your drafts inside Google Docs and then copy and pasting the stuff over to WordPress and going and adding all the metadata. Uh, so Wordable is a tool where you can instantly one-click publish your Google Doc drafts straight to your WordPress blog. You can add all the metadata inside Google Docs. So it saves time of all of that extra steps in publishing. So this is useful if you kind of are doing like a lot of blog posts and you have a lot of stuff in Google Docs and you want a tool that'll just instantly publish it to WordPress, Wordable might be the tool for you. All right. Uh, and lastly, our one tactic. So this one's about finding video editors. Now I will say I'm a big proponent. If you're getting into a video that you should, at the very basics, just get the basics of editing down, edit some videos yourself because it will help you be a better recorder so because you'll be editing stuff like oh i needed to film more shots or i should have filmed more shots whatever and so it'll make you record better video by editing it will also help you understand what's possible in the edit so that you can communicate more clearly with an editor in the future when you do bring an editor on board which will save you time and money so when you are at that stage of where to find an editor popular common platforms and they're great is upwork and fiverr solid platforms i mean they also have the power of networks or just like everyone's sort of on them if you're looking for a freelance editor advantages with them are you get that security where they handle the payment processing so less chance that you're going to get screwed or the person disappears or goes through you have like routes for repercussions or for making sure that your money is safe and it also has time tracking and other features and stuff built into the platform the disadvantages are you don't own the relationship with the freelancer you have to go through the platform all the time and they charge a lot of extra fees both on you and the freelancer so if you do want to go the route of finding someone yourself and having a direct connection with them a couple of websites that i found where i found some good editors there's just a lot of bad ones you have to sort through. If you're willing to do that, you can get some great connections and quality editing. So two subreddits that I use, one is called r slash creator services. So this one's geared a bit more towards creative services, including video editing. And the other one is r slash for hire. And so that's a broader scope of what types of work people are on there for, either hiring or looking to be hired for, but still a good spot to find video editors. And then there are three Facebook groups that I've used. One is called I Need an Editor. The other one is called the exact same thing, I Need an Editor, but all caps with exclamation 
exclamation points. And then the last one is called, I need a remote editor. So you can check out all those sites. You can check out the newsletter for the links to this stuff. As I said, you can find some good editors in here. Though you will have to scope out and weed out a lot of bad editors. Uh, I do like to start with test projects before moving on to more consistent, higher, more involved projects. All right. And that is this edition of the newsletter. Be sure to subscribe. You can either get the email, this audio version on your podcast app of choice, or the, the video version on YouTube. If you go to newterritory.media slash subscribe, you have links to everything there. And if you think a friend would find this useful, I'd appreciate it if you sent them that link so they can check out this podcast slash newsletter. Let me know what you think. You can hit me up on YouTube, either in the comments or over on Twitter at C47. Thanks for watching. I will catch you in the new year and in the next signal.